It's wrinkled sheets. It's wrinkled sheets. It's really kind of neat. Listen. <laughs> Janet farted. Did you hear that? I moved a chair. Golly. They always say that, don't they? It wasn't me. I moved the chair. It wasn't me. The leather squeaked. It wasn't me. That was my tennis shoe. Oh, my legs are sore. My back is sore. I had a good workout this morning. You did? Yeah. Where did you go? Cycle bar. Not psycho bar. Cycle. Psycho bar. Bar. Ah. Yeah. At least it wasn't at 6.30 in the morning. No. At least it wasn't get up at 3 to go to the 6 a.m. psycho bar. I don't get up at 3 to go to the 6 a.m. I get up at 4. To go to the 6 a.m. Yes, because there's things. Because you got to get up and shower before you go to the gym and get workout and sweaty. I do. Yeah. Please, please explain that to our listeners, why you take a shower before you go sweat at the gym. Because I have a deviated septum, and when I sleep, my nasal passages get really stopped up, Uh and it's hard to work out with them stopped up. And the best way to release those is take a quick, it's never a long shower, it's a quick, hot shower, and I shave my pits. Um, (laughs) And yeah, then do a sinus rinse right before I go work out. That's awesome. Yeah, you told me to share. Stop. That is the most annoying noise. And that's how you eat. <laughs> that is how he eats, guys. I'll be sitting. Please stop. No one's going to want to listen. This is an awesome meat and cheese plate you put out for us. Please stop. People aren't going to want to hear that. Like, I'll be sitting next to you while we're watching TV and you're eating and I'm just like, oh my gosh. I don't understand because I chew with my mouth closed. <laughs> is that what you're hearing, Stu? I stop just stop <laughs> oh my gosh well i did learn tonight uh you did make a meat and cheese tray since it is it's it's new year's eve we're recording right now what time is it is 605 new year's eve evening evening and you put out uh a charcuterie board and i said huh and you said a meat and cheese board and i go well just say meat and cheese board and you said it's a charcuterie board and then i said i've never heard that before and you go Alexa, what is a charcuterie board? A charcuterie board is an assortment of cheeses and meats. They may also include a type of bread or biscuit. For a sweetness, they can contain fruits or a spread such as a spicy mustard or jam. Did that answer your question? It did. Thank you, Alexa. Thanks for your feedback. She's so lovely. She is so awesome, isn't she? She listens to everything. That's how the Chinese know what's going on in our country. I got nothing going on. They can hear everything I see. I got nothing to hide. Nothing? No. Not one thing? You have not one thing that you wouldn't want somebody. You don't have one personal secret that you wouldn't want somebody to know. Well, I'm sure there's something, but it's not something I'm talking about openly all the time in my house while the Amazon device is listening. Hmm. Okay. I just know there's people that are really freaked out by the Amazon I know. device. I know. But we love it, right? Right. We. Um, I've grown very accustomed to her, especially the way you have the house set up now. With Not only is it by room, it's by object in the room. Like you can shut off the whole, whole living room, but then you can say, turn on such and such lamp. Boom, it comes on. Or turn on the Christmas tree. I know. Boom. It's... A- amazing life that hmm. we live in hmm. but we're getting ready to wrap up 2020 are you happy about that i'm indifferent i don't understand how this this year has been so crappy 
I mean, 2020, we all expected, like, 2020 is going to be great. 2020, woo! woo! New decade! Yeah, and it has been absolutely the most horrible year I think I've ever had in my entire life. Like, everything has gone wrong as far as disease and work and career and job. You don't have disease, though. Well, we don't have disease, but the country does. It's a it's a virus. It's not a disease. It's a disease. The diseases. But you know, the silver lining is what? is we have spent more time together this year than we probably have our entire marriage. I know, and we've used up all of our good stuff. So what are we going to do for the rest of the time? Oh, I'm sure there's books on that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's on the cacuterie board. Oh dear God. I thought a charcuterie board. Charcuterie. A what? Charcuterie. How's your charcuterie? <laughs> Have you got to go see the gynecologist? Dear God. <laughs> well, I took a look at your charcuterie. Jeez. <laughs> I just like saying it. It's a fun word to say. I like saying it too. <laughs> charcuterie. Oh, but we've, you know, yes, there's, it's been an icky year. In many, many ways. But you know me. Try and focus on the silver lining. And what silver lining have you found? Now that you've brought this up, what silver lining have you... Have you? I have got to hang out with you more than... Wow. One <laughs> one thing. That's out of a an... lot. That's huge. That's one of the most important things in my life. Oh, my God. It's so damn romantic. <laughs> and, you know, like when lockdown first started, people were like, how are you guys doing? Oh, I know Are people. Everybody's asking okay? how you're doing, right? Because everybody else was fighting or getting a, un, not we, getting along we and divorced. And... Outside of your chewing, <laughs> I am perfectly fine. Stop, stop. <laughs> how come I can't have a piece of uh, what? What meat did you put out there anyway? We have a, a salami and a, I don't know what the other one is. Oh, but the buffalo cheese is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's buffalo flavor. Cheese, but like buffalo wing, and it is awesome. Fantastic, yeah. Is there a company name that you remember at all? Not you that just, I just Safeway. Just, I got it at Safeway. Safeway, and it's amazing. And we have gone to King Supers, and I've been at Walmart, and um, and neither one of those had those cheeses for your charcuterie board. I gotta say, if you're going to make a charcuterie board and you have a Safeway, they have the best selection of meats and cheeses for that. Hmm. Endeavor. Hmm. I do have one question. Where did you learn the word your cooterie board? My friend Ashley on my Two Girls in a Bottle of Wine podcast. Oh. She taught it to us. Uh huh. And then um, I have a girlfriend. Every once in a while, she'll come over and she brings meats and cheeses. And I was like, yeah, this is our own like little charcuterie board. And ever since then, I'm like, you know, I like making charcuterie boards. <laughs> but then after tomorrow, you and I have been instructed by our doctors to avoid the cheeses. Avoid the cheeses. <laughs> and yes. probably those meats. Both. Well, I don't, we both got uh, your cholesterol. Mine was a little high. Mine wasn't. As high as mine. Right. But I don't want to get to your age and have that problem. So I'm going to try and... Well, you know, it's really weird because I've been doing keto through the doctor, going and having checkup and blood work. But there was a period because of the the virus that I did not go for like several months. And then I went down to Texas to help my mom and I ate... Texas, Texas food. Sp- I eat Texas style. I eat yeah. just like barbecue and fried chicken and a, a lot of kolaches, just delicious kolaches. Like sometimes two or three times a day and uh, put on like 
oh, 15, 16 pounds. And a, COVID-15. Yeah. And got, came back and had the blood test again. And she's like, whoa, your cholesterol you is horrible. And you need to do this. And she put me on a statin drug. That's supposed you to taking that daily? Daily. Mm-hmm. Are you taking it daily? I am daily? taking it daily. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. I've got it right there by my toothbrush and the sink and everything. And uh, matter of fact, the toothbrush makes everything taste horrible in the morning. If I brush my teeth and have an energy drink, why does that happen? Why Why does a toothpaste or toothbrush make anything it's with... the a, mint. Is that what it is with anything? Yeah. Orange juice or mango? Yeah. You're like... You add mint to those. So my typical routine is I'll have my coffee, then I brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. Then I have water, because water doesn't react badly with mint. Oh. And then wait about an hour, and the mint taste is gone. You've drank some water, kept yourself hydrated, and then you can dehydrate yourself with an energy drink. Dehydrate yourself. Yes. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> and that's our, our 2020. I hope you all had a good time. Thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate it. And I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, did I say something bad? I just said how great we're getting along, and he's going to shut me down. <laughs> well, one thing that we have discovered is new shows. We uh, have. Because of the lockdown, everybody's like, are you watching such and such? Have you seen? you got to binge watch. We binge watched Virgin River, season mm-hmm. two. Season two. We binge watched Bridgerton, which is phenomenal. You just loved it. Yes. It was like Grey's Anatomy set no, in No, it's like Gossip Girl. It's huh? like Gossip Girl set in oh, 1813. It is a lot like Gossip Girl because there's the whole Mrs. What, Mrs. Waterdown? Weathering Water. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Waterdown or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and society does not look upon this couple with great dignity. But do you did you like Bridgerton? I did. I, I, I thought it was going to be bad after the first episode because it was, it was really slow. Episode. and like. Mm. But like you said, after the first episode, they have to introduce you to everyone. Everybody. Yeah, you can't just jump into a storyline. You go, who's that? Who's that? Especially when there's two families involved and one of them's got seven and the other's like five people mm-hmm. and they're all. And then there's other characters. So I do understand that it takes a while to, to build something Duke. up. The Duke of Hastings. And uh, now I've got you watching Pole Dark. Which is nothing like Bridgerton. Bridgerton. But you sold it to me as though it would be. It's much more violent and much more dark. Well, it's more real. It's much more real. Bridgerton is like, look at us. We're all hanging with the queen 24-7. Hey, we're at a dinner party with the queen today and tomorrow. When I want real, I watch Big Brother or, you know, Amazing Race. That's reality TV. Yeah. But Pol- but Pole Dark is still a good show. You you said you were getting into it. I am. It's just darker than. Yeah, because it's actually there's war and it's and it starts at the Revolutionary War and then mm-hmm. he goes back to to uh, Cornwall. And what's his name? Russ. Ross Pole Dark. Ross. Ross Pole Dark. Yeah, he's a handsome looking guy. As my sister says, nobody rocks a tricorner like Ross Pole Dark. Yes, and he has bumps on his stomach. What does that mean, by the way? He has abs. Oh. <laughs> where where does that come? Where does that come from? I don't. I don't know. I think I may have made that up. But we were sitting there, and there was a scene where he was like cutting the fields with his shirt off, and I was like, 
He has he, bumps on his stomach. He has bumps on his stomach. And I was like, what? <laughs> you didn't ask at the time. I no, I didn't. It. I was like, no, I just figured there's something. I don't, <laughs> I'm watching the show. I don't need to ask questions because I don't ask. hear dialogue. You talk during shows. Oh, not like you do. You like to say that, but I don't. Oh, please. <laughs> yes, we got along in 2020, I swear. Until we started the podcast. Jesus. <laughs> That guy that stars in, in Poldark is in another British show that I have not seen, but my sister said is really good, where he plays a werewolf. That it's it's like um, a werewolf, uh, a in vampire, London? and a and a something. They all share an apartment. Mm-hmm. It's like all, I think it's called Almost Human or something like that. I got it. I'll have to check it out. But yeah, there's like five seasons of Poldark. Yes, we got a long ways to go. Right. But since you made me stop watching The Americans, uh, we got I didn't plenty, make you stop watching anything. I fall asleep before you most nights. You can watch The Americans then. I really thought you liked it. We were into it. We were watching so many of them, and you're like, mm, it's just so, it's violent, and I want positivity in my life. And this is just. Is that bad? You've known me for 10 years, and that is how I've been. I remember when we first started dating, you're like, Oh, you're all about the escapism. I am. You're all about... Nothing has changed. Poly positivity. Yes. Nothing's <laughs> changed. I thought maybe... You I were... thought you liked that about me. Well, I do. I like that you, like, don't worry. Life will be better tomorrow. Don't worry. Don't let that get you down. You know, I know you stepped on a needle and it's in your foot, but you'll have surgery and you'll feel much better tomorrow. Oh, no. I had to get all negative on you on that. I had to become very stern. Did we talk about that on the last podcast? I don't think podcast? so. I don't think we... I think we... We have... I think we did. Did we? Yeah. Let me check. If we didn't. If we didn't, I'll just do a quick recap. Uh, we have a diabetic cat who gets di- uh, gets shots, and I stepped on an insulin needle that went way up in my foot and broke off. And that's what... Oh, yeah. We did not. Yeah. So that's what happened. I broke off a, a needle in my foot, and I went several days... With it in my foot, thinking, oh, maybe it'll just work its way out. Because I looked up online, like, people have said a piece of wire has worked its way out. Or a big splinter will eventually Sewing work its needle. way out. Sewing needle. Does, you know, there was all this. It'll be fine. And then there's other people like, no, immediately go get that checked out. And you were like, oh, that had insulin and cat blood in it. That could be horrible. You need to go to a doctor now. So I came home. I was traveling for Thanksgiving. I came home from that trip. Um, that's the last time we podcast was right before that trip. And you're like, so I stepped on it. I think I stepped on a cat needle and I was like, did you call the doctor immediately? That was my first question. Did you call the doctor? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it's still in there. It's been painful the last couple days. And I was like, if it got more painful. Yeah. I was like, you need to call the doctor. Okay. A couple days go by and you're like, oh, my foot. And I was finally like. Steve, mama voice, call the doctor Monday. Mama voice? Yeah, I had to be stern. My positive poly went out the window because you wouldn't listen to me. I was like, please call the doctor. Please call the doctor. Freaking call the doctor. And you did. You went in. The doctor couldn't help. She cut your foot open trying to get it out. Couldn't send you immediately. Immediately. That should tell you something. Well, she said immediately, I think, because they had already... Cut, your cut foot my open. foot open and couldn't find it. So they were like, we're sending you to a podiatrist, a podiatrist right now. Go, Just take take this and go. And I drove directly over there. 
and uh, he did surgery with ultrasound. He mm-hmm. he had my foot showing on an ultrasound screen and was doing like, well, she came up from the bottom because that's where it went in, mm-hmm. and then he actually came down from the top of my foot. So there was a hole in the bottom and a hole in the top when they were all done. But not done. like you're picturing because I bet you're picturing like Jesus's foot on the cross. <laughs> no, it was more of like a hole in the bottom and then a hole on the side. Yeah. It kept, it's not like... Yeah, they didn't come together and join. No, because no. that's what I pictured until I had to dress his wound one night. And I was like, this is not what I pictured at all. You're yeah. not Jesus. Yeah. And then they had uh, stitches on the top, but not on the bottom. And when I asked him, he told me when I went to get my stitches out why he didn't do it is because uh, sometimes the something's in your foot. It'll cause an infection and it needs to, to drain out. And that's why I had that pad. And I've never... That that morning when I woke up the next day and was like, there's blood on the you floor. came back from Cycle Bar and you're like, I bled on the floor. And I was like, what? I come running upstairs and there's a trail, a trail of, blood of blood from the bed to the the restroom. And oh, I was like, okay. But it wasn't as bad as I pictured. No. When I come in the house and you're like, I bled on the floor. <laughs> I was like, oh, What? <laughs> but the, upstairs the and, bandage was soaked with blood, though. Yeah. And you had to wear a boot. I had to wear a surgery boot. You had to travel. Mm-hmm. I had to do a show in a surgery boot one night. Then the next night, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. No. I'll just put the band-aid bandages back on and wear a, uh untied tight. I didn't tie my tennis shoe tight. Right. So. And then it was then it was fine. It took two weeks. Two, mm-hmm. two weeks to heal up. but It healed up perfectly fine. Now you're not in pain. Yeah, but I think it's hysterical though. This is what this is what people get so weird about with medical stuff. Uh-huh. Is it was $1700 the surgery at the podi- podiatrist. $1700 for a, an insulin needle. You know how small those are in right. my foot. $1700. Now my my doctor that I had gone to originally charged me $78 because I got a tetanus shot. And, you know, she attempted to find, and that was the x-ray. There was an x-ray, tetanus shot, $78. Podiatrist, $1,700. But we have insurance, and you only had to pay 14 of it. Right. $14. Right. But that, see, what if people didn't have insurance, and oh, you did something like that to your foot, you'd be like, I'm just going to limp for the rest of my life, I guess, or until this pops out. Like, I know a lot of people are scared right now. Like, I had a girlfriend that fell on her stairs a couple days ago, and she's like, I'm just going to try and power through. And I'm like, I did the same thing. I get it. You don't want to go to these places with COVID being present. You did take a a tumble on the stairs that time. Yeah, right. Right at the beginning of lockdown. Ever since then, I wear shoes. And also because I don't want to get needles. Not that we have needles lying around our house. I think that was just a fluke. It was a total fluke. It was just... Because normally we break off the needle and put it in one of those bottles. Sharps. A sharps container. Yeah, that you're supposed to put needles in. And I don't, it either fell off or got stuck to the hand and dropped and bam, right in the foot. Yeah. So. And then shortly after that, we lost one of our kittens. Oh, I know. He wasn't a kitten anymore. He was an old guy. And he might have been older than uh, we We thought thought he was. Yes, it was very abrupt. It was rain, if you guys know that. No us. It not was, podcat, but not, rain. Yeah, not podcat. Uh, it's, he had gone, he'd been looking a little skinny 
Mm-hmm. And we both of us were like, hey, let's just get him a checkup. Let's take him. He had had his annual physical, and the doctor said, you know, there's some signs of some kidney um, failure, but get him on this renal food, and um, he's not going to like it, but it's low protein, and it'll help. And He so, did not like it. He did not. He did not. Um, and we noticed he was losing weight, and so you were like, I'm going to take him to our, your buddy Kevin, Dr. Kevin Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. And just get a second opinion. So Dr. Kevin did uh, blood work, checked him out, and said, this cat is skinny as hell. And I go, I know. And he goes, That's why but I'm other, here. He goes, but other than that, she's, uh, he seems very healthy. Everything seems good. His blood work came back fine. There's signs, said the same thing. There's signs of some uh, But that uh, can last for years. Kidney and said, just, you know, get him on food. And I said, we you already had that food. He goes, great, food. just let him let him eat that and uh, bring you back in a month he wanted to see him in a month and i went out of town to do the show that with, was on a tuesday with the boot yeah and uh came back on sunday. i came back sunday and he met me at the door mm-hmm. he, and i had hung out with him all day yeah he he met me at the door and i pet him and stuff and i took my s- s- luggage up and went in and changed clothes and came back down and he walked into the kitchen and fell over mm-hmm. he just fell over and i was like you okay and he was doing this weird yeah. heavy breathing thing and you got him food and he ate it he ate his food all of it he ate his food so i'm like okay this is a good sign but I- then he started sliding down like he couldn't stand up he started sliding down and you picked him up and he was doing the weird yeah so and i said do you want me to Let's rush him to the hospital. We'll just rush him. And I called Kevin, and Kevin said, take him to the closest you know, yeah. animal hospital. And, and we did. And uh, Mile down the road, before we even got to the hospital, he, he said goodbye. Yeah. He, he uh, went to little kitty heaven on the ride to the, to the hospital. And they, you know, they grabbed him and took him in. And late, the doctor runs back out and says... His heart stopped. His heart stopped. Do you want us to revive him? It could be a thousand dollars, up to a. She was. It could be up to a thousand dollars. And I was like, um, no. no, because we. His quality of life is probably already done. Yeah, and he wasn't being. He wasn't super healthy right then, you know. Yeah. So I couldn't see what he got to save him, and then he gets another month, if even that, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, because I never. I when we have pets, I don't want to be the one to decide. You have to go. I don't want to. I never want to make the decision that you have to be put to sleep. Right. Uh, Which I had to do with Moon Pie. Right. And and I've only had to do. I mean, I haven't had to do it all because I've come home and I found them past. Yeah. You know, dead. And I'm like, okay, good. I didn't have to make the decision because I don't want. That, that is the silver lining. Yeah, and I guess that's the silver lining. Even with this one, is he was like, I think, and I've said it this on my. Twitter account. I think he waited mm-hmm. for me to get home. It was really weird because he. I had hung out with him all day. Every time I came into the kitchen, he'd come in. I'd give him water, or a treat, or food. He was well fed. He was well fed. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the heater is on. Uh, we better hold. Better no, pause. No, no, we don't have to pause. No, it. We're gonna it's pause fine. it. No, we're gonna pause it. Okay. We'll be back. Right back. And we're back. That noise was driving me crazy. Our heater kicks on, and our mics are so um, good, I guess I should say, that it picks up everything. And the wind is like, 
and it drives me drives me crazy. So anyway, we were talking about um, Rain and that he had waited around that I thought, and it's just it's kind of cool and kind of sad at the same time, don't you think? Yes. And then you had another gig out of town the following weekend. You had another gig out, out of town the following weekend, mm-hmm. and you came back on Sunday night again, and Monday you were like, hey, I'm going to go check out this new cat. Well, it, did it go down like that? Is that exactly is that how it went down? From my point of view, oh, okay. I was working. I had gone to a, a cycle bar class, came home, was working, and you got up, and you're like, so I'm going to go check out this cat. I'm going to go look at this. Well, what happened was I was at the gig. And Rain was such a a beautiful individual cat. I mean, if you ever saw his face, he had a a magnificent face. His eyes, the he just looked a certain way. And I thought, I've never seen another cat that looked like that. So mm-hmm. I was looking him up, and then I got to you know, hey, go down the rabbit hole of the internet. Maine Coon, uh, do they have any Maine Coons? At the shelter, what is the right. shelter? What is the shelter near me? Oh, and then as I'm scrolling through the through the cats, this one cat, this uh, out of all of them, this one cat just was like me. Pick me, me, and and his, his name was Jupiter. His name was Jupiter on the on the paper, and so I went down to check him out at the Aurora Animal Shelter here, and he was very skittish. But he was the only one that had did, rain-like features. Rain-like features, and the only one of there was six of them in the in the room, all brothers that all sort of looked alike. Uh, but he was the only one that didn't run and hide from me. They were all in a, a crate, kind of like what we have, and they ran out of the crate and ran under uh, the shelving. And the lady was like, oh, well, I hate to pull them out. You know, I just, I hate them. I'm like, well, this is the one, is this the one I came to see anyway? And they, she waved the, the chip thing or they have this, like a, chip like reader. a metal detector, but it's a chip reader. And she's like, oh, well, this is, this is Jupiter. This is the one you wanted to, like, isn't that, oh, isn't that, that weird? Is, yeah. So not only was I scrolling this one, got to see that one. The only one that didn't, didn't run. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't very uh, loving. I will say that you know he he didn't run, but when I picked him up, he definitely had this, you know, but like he's definitely he froze younger. Up. So when we got rain, he was at least eight. Yeah, and maybe older because Doctor right. Kevin said after his exam, he goes, "This cat's old as hell." And how how old was Jupiter? Uh, she said probably one year, but could be three because all of the cats. And this is the story. Here's the story, guys. One hundred cats. One hundred cats were in a woman's townhome, and they had been rescued from this townhome. And uh, she said that all of them were like just super skittish. They all just were like wild cats. So, how can you ma- can you imagine a townhome with a hundred cats? With the lady you could not manage litter boxes for that. So. I'm just imagining the smell and filth. Well, the lady at the Aurora said she'd been doing it since she was 17 years old, and she had never seen a place this bad uh, when they went in to rescue the cats, that uh, the townhome was going to have to be just totally gutted. I can only imagine. 
And all the cats had been adopted except these six. So, again, uh, why was that cat still there for me? Right. So I brought it home. Yes. And uh, we decided to call it, name it Rainbow. Because I thought, this cat's so wild and young, is they don't know their name half the time anyway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and being one of a hundred. Right. I think they just gave them names at the, the shelter because they all had names like Jupiter, Moon, Moon Ring, Saturn. Uh, yeah. I think they just said, you got to give them names so you know who they, they are. Well, I was thinking about the name since we we had rain. And what do you get after a really good rain? A rainbow. A rainbow. So I thought, we'll call him Rainbow after rain. But then I was like, he's a boy. He can't be called Rainbow. He's a boy. Why can't he be called Rainbow? What's wrong with that? So anyway, we called him Bo. Bo, Bo. Well, originally Bo. I said, we'll call him Bo. And then we thought, well, Bo, Bo. Our family has a dog that they just got last year. That's what it was. And they called their dog Bo. Bo. And I was like, well, let's just call him Bobo. Bobo. So Bobo is his name. Now, Bobo has, he stayed in his crate for a day. We thought, is he going to eat? Is he going to come out? Is he going to drink water? He's going to, like, he just totally shut down. He just laid in there with his eyes closed. Mm -hmm. Came out. Apparently that night he came out, ate, used used the cat box. He started singing. Mm-hmm. Then the next morning, back in his, back in the, the uh, well, I moved the back. Sorry, I moved our cat tower. We had a cat tower in the basement. Moved it upstairs for him. He got inside the cat tower, and that became this new crate. And he did not want to come out of that. So mm-hmm. he spent all all day. He's very nocturnal. Yeah. So then he comes out again at night. And we have toys for him. And you could hear the toys being knocked around. Consistently. You could hear the bell of the toys. And then he sees you, and he runs and hides back inside the tower. That's what his what he was doing. Well, I got up in the middle of the night, one on the I guess it was the third night, mm-hmm. and sat there. I just sat on the floor, and finally, he came out. He came out to check me out, and I rubbed his head a little bit, and he went back in the tower. Then I just kept sitting there in the dark, and he came back out, and I scratched his head, scratched his chin, and he really likes his back scratched. So he stood there, and he let me scratch his back. Well, then I started walking around, and he was following me around the house. You were giving him a guided tour. I was giving him, yeah, the kind of the tour, and he was being really, really cool. Uh, went to bed. I got up the next morning. He was still up. He was being, oh, it's you from last night. Right. And you seemed to be really cool. You came in the room. It, he ran like somebody threw hot water at him. He ran just. I've never had an animal react the way that Bobo is reacting to me. That was the weirdest thing because I thought, okay, he's coming around. He's going to like people. He hid again all day. He didn't want anything to do with me or you. He's I, still hiding during the day. He'll come out about, he, he'll he probably come out. 10 or 11 o'clock is his typical time. But he's been coming out around 7 p.m., 8 p.m., um, because I think he knows that's when we can feed him. Yeah. Um, 
but some nights it, it's later. Um, but he's still not like we we kind of had some progress yesterday. But then when I turned my back when I was cooking dinner, he jumped on the counter and tried eating what I was cooking, and I grabbed him very like nonviolently. I grabbed him and put him on the floor, and he hasn't really liked me since. No, he well he got up this morning got on the couch. He got on the couch with you and I, but. He doesn't like when you make noise. If you move or like I'm make not. any noise, he like runs. It's like he hears your voice or a noise. That's the loud lady. It, and you've seen that because he'll be on the couch, sitting on the couch with me. Because I'll get, I've you know started what? getting up early while I've it's dark. I've lived here longer than him. He needs to get used to it. <laughs> I'm done walking on eggshells around this cat. It'll be fine. It, it takes time. And I have this cat. What is my... Or I have this cat. I have this book. What is my cat thinking? And I, I want you to read it. I read it when I first got Pooh Bear. And I found it to be very helpful. Um, he's just a little bit different. And we'll, we'll just have to be patient. Brain was very old and he Already chill. trained in his own little thing. Uh, what is really weird with this cat, too, the other thing is... What chair does he has he started to sleep in? The chair that the, rain. The chair that rain was in. in. Where does he hide in the closet? Originally, he was hiding in the corner where, where rain, rain always hide. hide and sleep. It's kind. Of, it's very. It's it's really weird. And I remember. I think I told you this that I kind of was laying there really sad while I was out of town, and I kind of said to Rain, you know, I miss you, Rain, kind of deal, and if, you know, if you're going to guide me to another cat, you know, I hope you... Mm-hmm. And I really kind of feel, not only did I feel like he waited for me to come home, he somehow involved with this one. I think I think you need this one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very patient with this one. We'll see how it ends up, and... Hopefully he'll chill out a little bit. But it's funny how you can go, well, your buddy, your buddy, because he he come he'll come out and get on the couch. He'll lay on me, and then he sees you. But you know what? <laughs> I'm thankful. I have um, butterfly, and I still have Pooh Bear, and they love me. They do. But now you're worried about their death. I am. You this con- happened you, when you, Moon Pie passed away. I was consistently worried about. Butterfly and Pooh Bear at the time, and we're watching TV last night. She's like, "Are they acting too chill? Is, Butter- they, is Butterfly are okay? Because okay? she's asleep. Well, I'm gonna pick her up. Well, she's asleep. Oh, oh, look, I picked her up. She's okay. I know. I told you she's asleep. <laughs> then she's like, then you're like, Pooh Bear, are you okay? You're you're being kind of cuddly. Are you okay, Pooh Bear? You're cu- being cuddly. Yes, I have a fear of losing one of them because Rain was the newest member of the family. That's true. He was might have been older, but he was newer. Mm-hmm. So that's what hap- That's what happens, you know? I, know. I, ha- I hate it. So I was like, we don't need to get another animal. Well, we talked about it after it happened. Remember how we both said it one time? Yeah, we both said I'd like to be. I'd like to die before anything else. Mm-hmm. You said it was before your grandmother, wasn't it? That was what. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. <laughs> Freaking pain. I just don't like pain. I don't like dark things. That's why I don't want to watch dark things. See how I did that? Huh. So that's why we've been watching 24-7 Hallmark movies. But I deleted them. The ones we didn't watch, they're gone. I thought we should have watched. This is my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, if you're still listening. Uh, I, I 
thought we should watch all the ones that she recorded because I read that they made 40 new Hallmark movies this year, Mm -hmm. which they were still already showing older ones with the new ones. So now if they do 40 this year, that means they're going to be doing new ones next year. It'll be fine. That we haven't. It's fine. I'm okay if I don't watch every single gosh darn Hallmark movie. You are? I am. But huh. after Christmas, it it's did, done. Did you see the podcast that I sent you about Hallmark movies? Did you check that out or listen no. to it? It was basically a podcast on Hallmark movies. They watch them and then they discuss the movie. That's what that, that I sent you. I thought you'd be really I thought you'd be all over that one. No, I enjoy my Hallmark movie time, but after Christmas, I'm no longer into the Christmas movies. I'll watch other Hallmark movies and shows, but that if we would have tried to watch all those Hallmark movies we didn't get to watch, we wouldn't have watched Bridgerton or Poldark or or whatever. Virgin River. Oh, Virgin River was so good. I I did I say that? Can I keep my man card? <laughs> I blame the charcuterie board. The charcuterie board. The uh the story is getting better like the first season was good i really liked it i was looking forward the next season was almost a little little darker there was some edgier and there was some crime and you know you were scared about people are gonna die and is that guy gonna die is he gonna get killed is he gonna and the end was pretty violent too we don't want to give away any no we don't but the the other thing is i like that actor tim matheson that plays the doctor i i really like him the doctor the doctor i like the other guy Oh, the lead the lead guy. But the, the that guy, Tim Matheson, who he was in Animal House and he was on Bonanza years ago. And it's I was telling Janet, it's really weird for me to watch Bonanza and see him as a teenager. Right. And now he's the old guy. And he's the old guy on on this show. I wonder how it is for him. I, I guess it's probably great. He's probably like he has work. Yeah, I'm still working. I'm still and he looks great, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's supposed to be in his 70s, apparently, on the show. I don't even know what he is in real life. Today's his birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. It's it's another another weird thing. He is a Facebook friend. Mm. Not not a – never never met him, but uh, I requested requested him as a friend. And uh, – He accepted? He, ex- he accepted, and uh, he has liked, you know, stuff. So it's, it's this weird combo – I think that's one thing about Facebook. It can bring some things together. But you've but never actually communicated. No. Okay. No. But I have communicated. Like you meet well, some of these guys and you com- communicate. Like Nick Cersei, the actor from uh, uh, what was that show that we loved? I don't know. I'm really bad with names. You are horrible with names. But anyway, Nick, I met through that. We got together. I've had him on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, what was the show? He was the he was the cop uh, with the cow. Oh man, somebody right now is screaming at the sh- screaming at. It was. I it bet was. they aren't. <laughs> Not everyone's as good at names as you are and name dropping. <laughs> you love it every podcast. <laughs> do I? Yes. Every time. <laughs> it feels like. Do it. I really? People listening. <laughs> Damn it! I'm horrible with names because of my day job. I'm a recruiter and I deal with resumes and names all day long and. Probably about five years ago, it stopped sticking. Names just don't stick. Do you remember anybody that you are going to review or have a meeting with? Or like, I've got to remember this nope. guy because I want to suggest them to the bosses? Or No, that's why I have to be very organized in my life. I'm very organized. Everything is documented. Hmm. 
I know. Did you think of the show yet? I was trying to no. give you time. No, I couldn't think. I got distracted. You could have Googled. No, when you said, you, you do that every show. You name drop every show. Like, do I? <laughs> you do a lot. I don't mean to. I just have. You're fine. I have I'm fa- not saying I do have famous thing. friends. But my point being, I have met famous people through that that have actually like, yes. hey, I'll do your podcast. You know. Right. That was my point. Yes. So do you have any topics that you wanted to talk about? Because we've just been rambling on about personal life this entire time and cats passing and new cats and right? fear of uh, death. <laughs> so it's been an exciting podcast. I found this ridiculous story that um, we both like Hawaiian rolls. You know, the oh, yeah. Hawaiian rolls. We don't eat them much anymore because we try and avoid carbs. But I still love them. But there is a New York State man that has filed a class action lawsuit against the makers of King's Hawaiian sweet rolls, alleging the company um, misled him into believing that the California manufactured sweet rolls were made in Hawaii. So he's suing them because they're not made in Hawaii. <gasps> they're not Hawaiian rolls. Where are they made? In California. They're made in Torrance, California, but the packaging features um, Hilo, Hawaii, on the front. Wasn't it from there? Wasn't it made there originally? Can't you be started somewhere and still be made somewhere else? So, um, the King's Hawaiian website states the roles were created by Robert Tara in the 1950s when he opened Robert's Bakery in Hilo. The company was renamed King's Bakery when it later expanded to Honolulu and the business eventually closed um, eventually closed to, I think this is a misprint, moved to Torrance, California. So they're now manufacturing. You look concerned as well. Do you want to be a part of this class? No, no, I don't because I was like confused because it is a company that started there. That's the whole, that's how it got its name. they're no longer made in Hawaii. Right, But does it say on the packaging made in Hawaii or is everybody just assuming? Well, I thought it said. The front of the packaging features Hilo, but on the back where you see where it's manufactured, it says California. Yeah. But I think that's a BS lawsuit. I think that's somebody just looking for an, an excuse because. It's Hawaiian bread. If nothing else, it's Hawaiian bread recipe. Mm-hmm. And that originated from Hawaii. Hawaii. So that's that's sort of dumb. That bread is a. Not only does it taste amazing, and I don't know. How, I don't know the the recipe or the secret, but it lasts forever. Mm-hmm. And that was part of the the reason for that bread is that they could take it on boats and ships, and it it stayed you know good while they were like rowing between islands and stuff. Right. So probably on pole dark. <laughs> I don't think that's the same time period. What? I do know that when we watch those shows, like 1779 now, I'm like... Justified. Justified. <laughs> that was the name of the show with, with Nick, Nick Searcy. It was Justified. That yes. was with uh, Timothy uh, Oliphant, I think was the guy's name, who played the actual other cop. I closed the page. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for figuring that out. But where was I going with that? King's Hawaiian. Not on Poldark. Oh, uh, when I watched those shows, there's like, because they're set 1777 or 1779, and I see them all walking on the, across the grounds of a castle or, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, they could drop coins and I could find those with my, met- do. my metal like, detector. I'd like to metal detect that. I'd like to metal detect that right there. Yes. <laughs> yes. And today, uh, New Year's Eve, she finally let me get out with my metal detector today. Finally. It's been three weeks. And she was like, 
why don't you go? I'm not keeping you. I'm not making you stay here. You can go have your own life. So I got to go out today with my metal detector, and she's just like staring blankly like, that's not true. That whole story is a lie. Are you done? Yeah. All the lies. All the lies. I go to Cycle Bar on a regular basis, even though I've had the last week off. And uh, so this morning, we were sitting drinking coffee, and I saw it was going to be like 45 today and sunny. And I was like, you know, you can go out. I have things to do at the house. Like I scrapbooked today, and I did my makeup, and I, I have things to entertain me. You don't have to entertain me. And you were like, no, 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 no. And then I come back from Cycle Bar and you're like, I'm going to go metal detect. I was like, yes. I, I don't know why you, you think you have to babysit me. I do enjoy our time together. But but I, I understand if you want to take a couple hours and go find the metal in the ground. Oh, that's how you just... <laughs> if you want to go find metal to the ground, that's okay. You go, you sure, go do that. You I'm just, sure you can simplify my cycle bar. But, you know... If you want to pedal your butt... <laughs> right? Around... No, there's no moving. It's also stationary. Don't you stand up and pedal? Sometimes, oh, yeah. Then the guy behind you is like, look at that butt. Yeah, It's mostly females out. in the class. You said it was six guys today that beat no, you. No, I got sixth place in the class, but there were two guys in the class. Oh. And guys always I thought do it was better. six guys. No. Ahead, like, oh, like, no, no. No wonder she likes going to this class. These oh, guys all have gosh. bumps on their stomachs. No. No, it's not <laughs> like that at all. I don't need you thinking that. Oh, is that why you go? You can come with me. No, I can't do that. <laughs> yes, you can. No. You love the stationary bike. No. I, uh. <laughs> you love We the went out for a bike. walk the other day, and she, we're going up an incline. She's like, la, 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 like zooming up, and I'm like, <gasps> I'm going to die before I get to the top. So there's no way, because you go and you pedal like 100 miles an hour for 45 minutes, and you know that's true. I would be dead in five minutes. But, you know, you don't have to keep up with the class. When I first started, I was like, I pay for this. I I could not keep up with the instructor. I couldn't. I was like, I'm going to do my best. And it. I've been going for about a year and a half now. And, yes, I, I can kind of keep up with the instructor some mm -hmm. days. Some days it's like. Do they put you over in, like, the kids' table area where there's, like, three or four of you that, like, are, no, are out of shape? Own, you pick your you own bike. So you can pick the one in the back where no one will see you. Uh -huh. And that's my favorite bike still. Is there somebody next to you that's like, <gasps> Oh, they're six feet apart. <gasps> Everyone's doing their own pace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Is there people showing up that are totally out of shape, though? Yes. Like totally? like. Yes. And you're like, yeah, good job. You're trying. And then they come back? Yes. <laughs> There's another writer. Her name is Janet. And... She is heavy set and out of shape, but she is there, and she'll do two classes back to back. She's trying. That's great. And when I started a year and a half ago, I was, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Oh, woohoo! I did seven miles, and now I'm doing thirteen in the same amount of time. And so you, you just get better if you keep doing things. Well, you keep coming back. It works. <laughs> do you feel like that's the only? Uh, is that for cardio or burning uh, fat or what's the what's the point of s the cycle bar? Because I know like 
in gym, like we go to the or did go to Planet Hollywood, where you got Planet okay, Fitness. You, Planet Fitness. I mean, and you do the weights, and then you do the cardio, and then you do the weights, and then you do the like the sit up machine, and then you do. So does this does the bike a, work everything? Yeah, because we do some cardio, uh, so we do some choreography while we're on the bike to help us target our our abs. There's um, weight bars. We do a full song of like arms. Um, yeah, it's, it's you pe- you're like you're pedaling a bicycle and, and you have this weight that you're doing arms with. It's a full body workout. It's, it sounds like you've become addicted to I it. I kind of am. The endorphins, they don't give me as big of a high anymore, but I still feel them. And when I miss it, when I skip a day, like I didn't go yesterday, I'm kind of like, wah, wah, wah. Well, just take a bite off the cacouterie board. <laughs> And uh, everything will be f- be fine. We've got all the stuff we talked about this before. We have a, like a home gym treadmill and the weights and the machine, and you've got your ab. We definitely talked your, about this. Your in the ab thing, last and week. I, and I, you j- just don't, just don't. I have tried to be like Steve. Just go downstairs, walk on the treadmill. I know. Watch your news. I think COVID just jacked with my head because, you know, I started going to the gym. I was trying to go. I was doing that 30-minute thing that I loved, the green you light, red light. You could do that here. I know, but it's not – I don't feel as – it's like the motivation got, like, sucked out of me, and you're like, well, life just sucks. You know, I'm not working. But, you know, I need to do that. I, working out helps with your immune system and helps you fight off viruses. It's, it's a huge motivator for me with COVID, like – when lockdown happened and it started to get a little warm, I'm like, I got to keep moving. I got to keep my, my immune system up. I got to keep going. So we were walking and then the gyms opened up and I was able to go back to cycle bar. And I, I changed my package from four a month to unlimited per month because I didn't want to go back to Planet Fitness because that was a less safer environment in my mm-hmm. mind. Um, because at the cycle bar, they had the bikes spaced out. They were cleaning the bikes in between every class. And you don't know what's happening at Planet Fitness. Didn't you get yelled at for not wearing a mask or having your mask down? No. No? No. Was there somebody? Because, like, it's not over your nose or something. Or Didn't you tell me that? No, no. Um, I was worried because when the second round of lockdown happened, I Uh was so scared they were going to close Cycle Bar. They didn't. They removed a few more bikes. And we went from not having to wear masks on the bikes to having to wear masks, I was nervous because I couldn't breathe with the mask. So I bought face shields. Yeah, I can't imagine trying to... <laughs> oh my God, it was horrible. I was like, I'm going to pass out. And I found the thinnest mask I have. And I've seen some of the people, they have masks that are just nets. Did you see the guy yesterday at the grocery store that was in front of us that had the... Oh, with the, the crochet. They had a crochet. Yeah. He had a crocheted mask. mask. I was like, what oh, is that's not a that is but his wife probably made it for him. So sweet. He was an old guy. Yeah. But I thought that is not even that's mm-hmm. not blocking out anything. Viruses are microscopic and you've got big old knitted loops on your face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, but you you should come down here to keep your immune system up even on cold days. Get walking on the trail. Do a mile. 1 mile. Maybe. If I could see the TV better, it would be be awesome. If it was like right in front of the TV, I could stand there and watch TV. And But, you know, who knows? After this podcast, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I We've am. We've got, this is New Year's Eve. We've got things to do. We've got steaks to cook. We've got You know what really upsets me? What? You can't buy prime rib for two. 
at the butcher. Oh, yeah, that's true. I was so like, I'm going to make prime rib for the first time. Oh, my goodness. And we go to the butcher and he's like. Well, he goes, it's $13, $13 and some such a pound. And he goes, how much you want? I go, enough for two. And he goes, no. No. <laughs> I go, what? No, he goes, D- down there, those are the same pieces of meat. They're the cut. They're just off the bone. Off the bone. They're pieces off the bone. Get get a couple of those. We're like, no, we want it with like I want prime, prime rib. Can't you? Can't you make prime no. rib? No. So we got ribeyes. But I, I've never cooked a prime rib before. Me either. But I've only ever had it in slices. You know, it comes out raw slices. So I'm, I was assumed, can we just have two thick slices of prime rib, prime rib and we'll take no. those home? No. He was not very nice. Well, he was very busy and the he place was. was packed. And yes. I, I he was actually cutting meat while he was trying to talk to us. So <sighs> Yeah. Like, oh. So I I told you after the first of the year, I'll take you to go have prime rib somewhere because I felt really bad. I was like, what do you want? What What is the one thing you would want for your New Year's Eve dinner? You're like, prime rib. Okay, let's go find prime rib. No. Well. But we got ribeye and they've been marinating for 24 hours and they've been resting um, out of the fridge for the last four hours because you're supposed to do that. I'm going to, I've got this whole new way of cooking it. It's supposed to be like what the best. Do, what are you going to do? Rib. I'm going to preheat the oven uh-huh. with my cast iron skillet preheating uh-huh. to medium to high. I'm going to sear the steaks uh-huh. and then put them in the oven for a couple of minutes. Oh. I know. I've never made them this way. That I'm sounds very awesome. Because it's too cold to use the grill. Well, I, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I hope you. Uh, are we good? We're good. I, I, I'm now we're sitting here talking about food. I'm like, I I'm am hungry. I'm really hungry. But we have the charcuterie board. I know, but you told me not to eat while we were recording. Because you're a very loud eater. <laughs> <laughs> oh heavens! But we're gonna have we're gonna have that steak. Uh, we're gonna do cauliflower, uh, mashed potatoes, garlic, cauliflower. What else have we? Are you making for the? Uh, I think that's it, because we also have creme brulee that we're going to have. You're not doing the green beans? You said you were thinking about yeah, green I beans. I think it's but... going to be too much. Okay. Because Probably. we have the charcuterie board, we have the ribeyes with the mashed potatoes, and the creme brulee. I think we'll be fine. I think we will be fine. So, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, finishing up 2020 with us. Uh, we all hope 2021 is going to be better. But I... I don't I, think it's going to just come out and be roses. It's not going to change tomorrow. Like it's not no. going to be like boom. But uh, what if what if 2021 is just the second season of 2020? What if it's the just like I'm going to walk around with a blue bird in my heart. <laughs> that it won't be. When do you think just before we go here? When do what is your call on when do you think it's going to get back to normal? 2022. You do? You think that's going to it's going to be at least another year before back to Oh, good. Cuz What do you think? Well, I don't know. Cuz But you're starting to get club gigs and stuff. Right. I'm they're slowly coming in, but some of the club gigs, not mine, thank goodness, knock on wood. But some of the guys have already had to cancel gigs because they open up then the state gets closed down again. So, hopefully that will not happen. Slowly will go. A lot of the people that I've been reading or I follow have said they think it'll open up around uh, mid-year, like June, July. Then there's other people, like I just saw a couple of doctors said they didn't think it would get back to normal till later in the year. And then I saw tonight uh, Dr. Fauci said that they didn't think it would be back to normal 
until Didn't 20, 2022. Didn't someone just test positive for COVID that had had the vaccine? Oh, I hadn't heard that. I didn't see that one. I think that was, I saw that today. Oh, God. It's a mess, ladies and gentlemen. It's a mess. So stay safe. Take care of yourself. Wash your hands. I know your people are like, well, I'm not wearing a mask. I don't understand. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't enjoy the mask. But every time we take a picture, if we're out somewhere or one of our videos upload, why are you guys wearing a mask? We don't want, I don't want, I never wear a mask. All right, but I don't want That's your choice. Our choice is we are going to follow the guidelines given to us by the Center of Disease Control. Well, I just don't want to, for for me, I just don't want to get in the hassle with anybody. Right. I don't want to deal with anybody. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to cop. I don't want to. So I'm just like, all right, I'll wear it in. I do it. To protect myself. I'm not just following the rules. I do it to protect myself. And it makes your eyes snap. When it's just your eyes showing, your eyes are like, pow! So should I walk around the house with a mask on? A veil. You should wear a veil. (laughs) That's it. We should get you in like a a, a burka. A burka. Yeah, no. That's that's mass. That's the first step. See, it's a first, you could be wearing a burka out in public soon. Okay, we should say goodbye so I can move the treadmill. Okay, so happy New Year! Till happy next time, twenty twenty one, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>